1: to be able to, like, to be surrounded by celebrations constantly. It doesn't mean that there's not hard times, but it's just a different— I really do, I think it forms just a different outlook on life. Like, you see the good, you see the happy, you see dancing and music and flowers and all the pretty. It's really a, a amazing thing to be exposed to, I feel like, for all of our children.
0: Welcome to Hustle & Gather, a podcast about inspiring the everyday entrepreneur to take the leap. I'm Dana. And I'm Courtney. And we are two sisters who have started multiple businesses together. And yes, it is as messy as you think, because we know that starting a business isn't easy. We've done it four times. And on this show, we talk about the ups and downs of the hustle and the reward at the end of the journey. And we love talking with our guests about important topics in our entrepreneurial journey. We've talked about team building and work-life balance so far. And now we get to talk to some incredible
2: guests on how they recovered after tragedy. You know, those seasons when you simply can't separate life from business. We'll be talking about how to handle those unexpected moments and how to grow and move forward through those experiences.
0: And today we're speaking with Jill Donovan. Over 20 years ago, Jill started her entrepreneurship journey by founding Jill's Beach, the Triangle's premier tanning destination, now with multiple locations. The next step after meeting her husband, TJ, was Donovan's Dish. Together, they took the catering world by storm and built a brand synonymous with quality, integrity, and most of all, passion. Jill is now onto her latest endeavor, Donovan Manor, an all-inclusive wedding and special event venue. At present, Jill is happily vested in family, friends, the community, and continuing to grow her companies. Jill, welcome
1: to the show. Thank yeah, you. Welcome. Thank you for having me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, We're love having to have you. Have
0: you? I know it's so fun. We actually. Um, you had the groundbreaking in the Manor last
1: night. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you for coming. Yeah. yeah it was a lovely event. I know
0: it was so nice. Everyone got a little shovel, and we all got to dig a little hole.
1: Yeah, I loved that. It was
0: not easy to dig a little. It hole. It wasn't
1: easy. Yeah, <laughs> you should have seen me with the big shovel. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I was like, your girls were committed to it though. Yeah, they like were. I
2: mean, they were going to get some dirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it looked like kangaroos up there, like <laughs> hopping on those shovels. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, there was dirt on a lot of the little shovels, so I think people were able oh, yeah. to get in. Oh yeah, yeah it we did. Took I, a little bit. I, I made sure I got They're a little, in there, yeah. a little yeah. hole. In I moved there. some dirt. Yeah, thanks. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. You saved me a little money on the yeah. excavators. <laughs> probably uh, not. Probably a penny. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
2: none. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So obviously we know you, so it's like so funny to ask this. But briefly describe your background and like how you first got started in entrepreneurship because you've kind of like always been an entrepreneur. Yeah, uh-huh. my family's yeah.
1: all entrepreneurs. Okay. So like for us – I did go to college, but like college wasn't necessarily like something that was common in my house. Like I'm the first Fury to ever graduate from college. Like mm-hmm. it was always, you're going to own your own business. You're going to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. And so it was like the school of hard knocks is like what we learned, like mm-hmm. dinner table conversations were always business. We had dinner like later than everybody else. Cause my dad was always working late. Um, so it was just something that was kind of, I was taught to me from the time from I was little as mm-hmm. much as I can remember. And then when I was, I couldn't figure out what I wanted to be. So I was like, I went to like Wake Tech, and then I moved down to Wilmington, and then I went to beauty school. I'm a beauty school dropout. I don't know (laughs) if you guys know that about me. I did not know that. But I knew when beauty school, I wanted to own salons, and I wanted to own Mm -hmm. like a hair school. So I never wanted to like really go do hair. I just felt like I needed to know how to do it Mm -hmm. um, to be able to own that business. Uh, But then my best friend graduated from Meredith, and I was watching her, and I started crying, and I was like, am I crying for her or for myself? Mm -hmm. And so I said this last night, like I told my parents I wanted to go to Meredith. And my dad's like, you might as well just throw the money out the window. And my mom's like, we're doing it. And so I went to Meredith. And when I was there, a sophomore, I was like, I got I to gotta do something. Because at that point, I was 25. Mm. And so uh, my parents had sold their, their business. And they were driving each other nuts at home. So I asked my mom if she wanted to do Jill's Beach with me. And so she worked during the day when I was in school. And then I would come after school and close it at night. And um, I continued to do that. And I opened up the second salon my junior year of college. And, um, and then when I graduated, my mom, she left the company, and mm-hmm. so I did that for a long time mm-hmm. until I met um, my late husband, TJ, and then we started Donovan's Dish. Yeah. The first time I ever met you was at a
2: Jill's Beach really? in Clayton.
1: Really? You oh, 4042. 40, yeah, you probably don't even remember meeting me. That place was so beautiful. That was like my yeah. beautiful salon. Everybody out there was so angry, though. I was like, I'm slinging sunshine, and people are so rude out there. It was like angry people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is it still there? No. 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 I yeah. sold it, actually, to a national competitor. They bought it to shut me down. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, we were, like, choking each other. We were so close. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: do feel like they were angry or people out
1: there do yeah. so not love living out there. No, think, a lot of unhappiness. I think it's changed. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think has the okay. changed out there. I have several employees who, who live out there now. I haven't been back. Yeah. No.
0: I, <laughs> yeah. I try not to visit it. I mean, it's like 15 minutes away, 20 minutes. I feel like yeah. you guys yeah. get me in
1: trouble on these things yeah. anytime. Like oh, I yeah. say things I'm not supposed to say about mom's groups online. No, you know, oh, I'm saying oh, about yeah. like an no, area of town. No worries. No worries. <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I remember meeting you there. Yeah, with TJ. TJ was there, too. Oh, really? Yeah, I remember you oh, guys, like, nice. walking out from that tanning salon. Oh. Like, Nora was had just been born. So it had to have been, like, 13 years ago. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah.
1: That's mm-hmm. so fun. Mm-hmm. I know.
0: Yeah.
2: So then— Obviously said met TJ and mm-hmm. then you
1: what led you into that like hospitality catering yeah. industry? So when the same best friend that I cried about when she graduated <laughs> okay. from college, she got married at the Wagner house in Clayton. And yeah. I was standing up there and I was like, This is what I wanna do. I wanna mm-hmm. do a wedding venue, but I don't cook. And I was originally from up north and everything's turnkey up mm-hmm. there. So I was like, Well, that's never gonna work because I can't figure out that piece. Um, This is before I was in this industry, and I didn't realize that that's really not how it runs down here. That's right. It's not. So I I just always had that thought that I would have my 20s and 30s would be Jill's Beaches. My 40s would be like a wedding venue. Mm -hmm. And when I met TJ, he was a chef for a catering company. And so Mm -hmm. he knew like batch cooking. And I was like, ding, like Mm -hmm. it just worked. So we were going to buy the company he worked for, uh, but the deal fell through the night before. Mm -hmm. So the next morning he went in and quit. And, but I had registered Donovan'sDish.com dot com domain like three years prior. Mm-hmm. I have so many domains. Like I remember you really telling yeah. us at one point. Yeah, I have like, so many. It's like, a vodka one, right? Yeah, I do. Oh, I had a whole brand for that. Yeah. that's that's gonna happen. <laughs> okay. okay, that'll be after the manner. That's okay. definitely gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I register so many domains. So when he when that deal fell through, we started renting space out of the cookery in Durham, mm-hmm. um, a commissary kitchen um, by the hour, and then we were cooking out of our house, and we just really built it very slowly. Yeah.
0: And didn't you guys? weren't you in Cypress Manor? At some yes, point? yeah. We yeah. moved
1: over to Cypress Manor. Katie Dunn actually got me that oh. space. It's oh, interesting, interesting, right? Interesting, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, her and TJ used to work together, um, just in events. Mm-hmm. And um, that was like used to be Bullwinkles for kids, yeah. and we had mm-hmm. that big kitchen, and it was just a big empty space. So we yeah. used to lease that kitchen. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. You guys were like everywhere. Yeah, I remember. I remember you came on the scene, and I was like, all of a sudden, I was like, who's this caterer? Yeah, like. That's literally everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It was good. We thing. had
1: good branding, mm-hmm. and, um, and he was so talented. So, yes, I mean he really like he I, like I feel like he started the whole grazing table before mm-hmm. like anybody. Mm-hmm. Right, he mm-hmm. was doing grazing tables twelve years ago. Like mm-hmm. King's Feast is what we mm-hmm. call them.
0: Yeah, but he was super inventive. Like I remember his um
1: his the shrimp and grits. Yeah. were, like his signature. Dish. Yeah, that's my retirement on a boat. I'm going to name it Shrimp and Grits. Yeah. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's the goal. <laughs> like <laughs> like your yacht? Your yacht. <laughs> in yes. Shrimp and grits. I am going to retire on a boat, and it's going to be called Shrimp and Grits, okay. 100%. <laughs> All
2: right, nice. Yes, the girls
1: know it. Everybody knows it, yes. Because that's what got you that boat. Exactly. Shrimp and Grits. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, they what, are very yummy. That's what will buy the boat, yeah. 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 Yeah, he was super innovative. He really was. He was the first person to ever do like mini chicken and waffles. Yep. Like Yes. He yeah. So he was mm-hmm. um he was always ahead of it. He was really talented. Yeah. And
0: in the meantime, you guys uh, were popping out babies. Yeah, yeah. you were.
1: Yeah. Like one we got right along really the other. well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that that was fun. But that was always like the the partnership. I did the business end and then he did the actual mm-hmm. like labor end of it. So did you manage like all the employees? Or did he manage his kitchen team? He managed the kitchen team. I still now have it set up that my executive chef manages the kitchen team. Okay. Yeah. So and, it's at back in the house, front of the house. So at that yeah. point, you manage all the servers, though? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, we all used to go to the events, all of us, and— Go back and do all the food. I'd bring in all my friends and we would go serve all the food, clean up the food, then we'd come back to the Cypress Manor. We'd all do dish pit. Mm-hmm. We'd sit outside and drink Chardonnay. That's how long ago that was, <laughs> and smoke cigarettes. So that's yeah. how long ago that was. And uh, but sa- the same team went and put it on, cleaned it up, washed all the dishes, put the dishes away. Wow. Yeah. It was a it wasn't the most efficient method, but <laughs> that's what we could
0: afford at the time. So. Right. And the, yeah. that's just what you have to do sometimes, figure out how to get how to get to the point where you could be more efficient and then, you know, spend more money to be that have that efficient. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. 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 So at this point, like kind of moving and shaking. And I remember, uh, I remember hearing yeah. when TJ passed mm-hmm. away, like how shocking it was. Yeah. Like yeah. it was literally, I remember Dana calling me.
0: It was, it was really upsetting. Yeah. Like it was just really hard. Like, I mean, and it wasn't even, you know, my husband. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I remember you just had a baby. I did. I like, just had our third baby. Like
2: mm-hmm. the two months or three months. Eleven weeks. Yeah. Eleven weeks, yeah. yeah. So like little, little baby. And like we were both mothers. Like I like I had a I have a 15 year old mm-hmm. and you have a 13 year old. So we've been through motherhood. So just kind of like putting ourselves in that experience. Yeah. Like I can't even imagine like mm-hmm. having a new baby in a business. Yeah. And like I remember like sitting on the my front steps, like at the blue house mm-hmm. and like talking to Dana on the phone about it. Yeah. Like at the Bradford. And I just like, I just couldn't believe it. Like, it was just shocking. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about like,
1: whatever you want to share about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I'm, I'm happy to, to share yeah. anything. Yeah. Um, so for me, it was, it's like a surreal, right? A lot of it's foggy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I mean, I have clear like, remembering of how I felt mm-hmm. and like the process of it. But like the actual time in my life is foggy from that. I mean, I was postpartum. Mm-hmm. My husband just passed away. We just Bought a new house, signed a five-year lease on a new business um, that I couldn't cook. I still couldn't cook. Yeah. <laughs> so I lost my business partner, my husband, and my chef mm-hmm. all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um so for me, I just, I just really just focused on like just figuring it out. Like it was never an option for me not to go to work, right? That also probably goes back to my entrepreneurship, who yeah. I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always like, well, I'm just gonna have to do this now on my own and figure it out and work through it. I luckily my parents live close by and have an amazing, amazing support system around me. And so they all really rallied and helped me tremendously. Like people were at my house every day and like just would sit there. I'd come out like into the living room and like my cousin Jen would be sitting on my couch for like a week straight, just sitting there. Like, yeah. I was like And I'd, then I'd be like, do you, do you need anything? And she's like, no, no, I'm here if you need anything, you mm-hmm. know? So um, it was just a lot, a tremendous amount of help with me through that. I, um, And then of course, you know, the team that he had in place at Donovan's Dish, those chefs really like rallied and, mm-hmm. and stood up. And then the takeout market, TJ had, We, I know you guys know mm-hmm. this, but for your listeners, we have takeout markets. We can come buy like chef prepared meals. And that was always TJ's dream. That was always his thing. I was like, we don't need a market. We don't need a market. Mm-hmm. And um, so he got the market up and then four days later he passed away. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like that was like a silver lining. I always just mm-hmm. really focused on like the positive things, mm-hmm. like yeah. how like his universe was moving so quickly. Like, Cameron is the third baby and I wasn't trying to get pregnant, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I had, the second was only five months old when I got pregnant again. Oh my mm-hmm. God. <laughs> yeah. So, but I just felt like, like his universe had a plan. Like it was mm-hmm. very clear. Like we got into the, the space that ultimately, you know, where we had Donovan's dish up until a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the takeout markets, which ended up being a saving grace during the pandemic, which changed the whole trajectory of the business, you know? Right, so all yeah. of these things were like him still able to like provide for us. And it's, was five years later that the pandemic hit, but it was still like, like, it was so obvious to me that that yeah. was his, that was his workings. Yeah. Um, wow.
2: I it's, remember, I remember that time. Like I remember in, in the irony dropping off a meal for you. Yes. <laughs>
0: like,
1: Well, everybody used to, so yeah. that's what people wanted to help. And I, and I was like, I don't want, I don't want anything. And then a the girl that worked for me was like, let, let me do a meal train for mm-hmm. you. And so she did it for two months and it was for 10 people is yes. what it was because mm-hmm. there were so many people at yeah. my house. Yes. And people would drop off food for me and it was amazing. It yeah. really was. It's like the best thing you can do for somebody. Yeah. I was
2: thinking about the
0: irony though of dropping off food for a caterer. Right? You yeah. I like, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hope you like it.
0: It felt like a lot of pressure. It did feel like a lot of pressure. We like debated along and hard. Like, what are we gonna make? Like, what are we really good at making? Like that's not What really did you perfect. make? It, it was stuffed was de- shells. It was butternut squash. Butternut squash. I remember that actually. That was delicious. I remember that. Like sausage and butternut squash.
1: I do. I remember some of the meals so well because I was like, Well, this is delicious. Yeah. Yeah. And I still never have not eaten, even in yeah. grief or <laughs> sadness or happiness. I'm if I'm hungry, I'm eating. So yeah, that's
0: right. I'm the same way. Everyone's yeah. like, when they get depressed, I'm like, no, I just want to eat more. Actually, <laughs> mm-hmm. I I, I make pork I don't have that gene. <laughs> no, I did not have that gene at all. <laughs> well,
2: yeah. I guess that segues really nicely into the next question: Is how yeah. did you handle that process of grief and taking yeah. care of yourself and children and, and, and then multiple businesses yeah. at the same time? I don't know. eating obviously. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, I uh, I had a therapist who I love um, and. Uh, In fact, when she cleared me, she's like, what are we doing here? We're just hanging out now. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not ready, you know. But um, So I had a a great therapist who I could talk to and really help guide me through that process. And then, like I said, friends and family. Mm -hmm. And I always just really focused on my grief coming from a place of gratitude. Mm -hmm. I just really felt very lucky to have had him for the time I had. I felt Mm -hmm. like not all love affairs last a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And then I was lucky to have his children. Mm -hmm. Um, I wasn't always like, yay, this is going to be great because I remember— like sitting at my kitchen table, looking out at this big, big backyard we had just bought, and thinking, "Like God, my whole future is, is gone. Mm-hmm. Everything I thought about is completely changed." Yeah, mm-hmm. and um, it's still difficult with the three girls, like by myself. Even mm-hmm. though I still have help, but yeah, I didn't like have three children to be a single mother. Right. You know, like, and it's and and then all the businesses, mm-hmm. you know. But the businesses are the easiest part of my life. Those mm-hmm. children are. <laughs> are really, really what gets gets me going. That's yeah, the, That's the most difficult part of the it children. Is, it is,
0: especially like at the age, because you have a seventh grader.
1: I you know? do. Yeah, a Seventh grader, a yeah. third grader, and a second grader. Yeah. So okay. you're like
0: straddled between like the middle school, which I don't like people always like knock middle school and it's not like, like I love like being a parent of a middle schooler because it's fun to see them become people, but it's just, The problems are so much bigger and like, it's not like, oh, don't touch that. You're going to burn yourself. It's like, oh, I'm giving you like life advice um, that you're going to like remember forever. And like you're building like character. Like it's very stressful and overwhelming. Yeah. So, I think yeah. every seventh
1: grader should have a therapist. Like, it just takes that to get yeah. through the seventh grade. Yeah. You Especially a girl. Every seventh mm-hmm. grade girl. When I met with um, my seventh grader, Jillian, her teacher for a conference, mm-hmm. she was telling me about, like, how difficult seventh grade is and how, like, they go through different friend groups. Mm-hmm. And they're like – and I was like, gosh, so all well, this is normal? Because I was like, God, is is my kid, like, the hard one? Is she the difficult one? You know? And, yeah. Uh, no. I, it's I clearly it's just all that. Yeah. Well, yeah. it wouldn't be surprising if she was a little difficult. <laughs> she is my kid, so – she a little dramatic, a little bit. Okay, yeah, okay. Because there's a little bit. Yeah, that, that could be genetic. Sure. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so I'm sure I wasn't a peach either. No, uh, yeah. I know I wasn't. My parents pulled me out of school because
0: I was becoming a problem. You know. Oh, whenever. that's funny. I know. Mm-hmm, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably just I like called Courtney a bitch one time, and they're like, "Oh my god, called me a bitch." Because she was being one.
1: Yeah, I told well, her
0: that was unacceptable. Yeah, did you, that was your response? Yeah, <laughs> that absolutely. Is unacceptable. I was like,
2: no. You're not going to call me that. It's like, I don't care what you think about all these friends or what you're trying to be cool. It's like, it's just going to be me at the end. Don't call me a bitch. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. And That's then that That's what I came try to true. teach my girls. Yeah. It's just
0: me and you. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the end. Yeah. Nothing like a sister. Nothing like a sister. bring you back to reality. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. Um. So is there anything like, did you discover anything new about yourself during this chapter? Like something you're like, you thought you would never do and you're like, now it's just part of who you are.
1: Yeah, I don't even, you know, it's hard because I don't even necessarily, like, feel like there was any, like, changing moment or Mm -hmm. anything. I just, I don't even, I don't, I'm not the same person at all. So, like, when I look back on, like, who I was then, and I'm going to say this. So, I had um, another widow that, um, after her husband passed away, I reached out to her and sent her some food. And I've just kind of, like, talked her through the process. She's only about a year out. And she said she went to a medium. And mm-hmm. that she was talking to her husband. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gosh, I don't even know that TJ would even know who I am anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, you know what I mean? I'm so different. Mm-hmm. Like, would he even like me anymore? Would he mm-hmm. even love me anymore? Like, I'm mm-hmm. such a different person because of that, because of mm-hmm. the how my life changed so much. Um, I think that I'm much more of a badass than I ever realized. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. what, I, what I'm capable of doing. Um, and also— i probably say, like, the, the key for me was, like, delegation. Like, mm-hmm. I really—my dad tells me, he's like, God, if I could delegate like you, I'd be the president of the United States. Like, <laughs> But that's not the way I could manage it all, yeah. was to, yeah. like, trust people mm-hmm. yeah. and and really delegate a lot of it. But I don't know that there was any, like, defining moment where I feel like something, like, clicked with me. Mm-hmm. I just, just kept going forward. I just kept mm-hmm. moving forward.
0: I think, like, even, like, for when I remember Donovan's Dish, like, my mind in the beginning, I— TJ was like the face of it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's all, that's, but every, like even marketing stuff, right? Yeah. And I remember like you were there, but then exactly what you said, like it's just all of a sudden it would just became Jill. Yeah. Right. And I remember it, it was extremely intimidating because I was like, man, she is like such a badass, like mm-hmm. businesswoman and like gorgeous and beautiful and all the things. And Thanks. but I think it's just, I, I it's, it was really neat to see that, like, I felt that transformation of you kind of being behind, seem like you're behind the scenes and all of a sudden, you know, here you are. Yeah. leading this
1: massive company, I was, I branded the chef. That's who I wanted Mm -hmm. to brand. Mm -hmm, And he was so handsome and he Mm -hmm. was fun. Like we had like all these crazy ad campaigns Mm -hmm. and we had more that we didn't get to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, uh, I like to be, I know that's crazy because I'm so outgoing and Mm -hmm. social, but I don't like like attention like that. Like Mm -hmm. I'd prefer like Like last night with the photos, I was like, okay, I'm good with the photos, guys. (laughs) You know, (laughs) like I, um. so I I branded him. He was, he was definitely Mm -hmm. the face of the company. Um, Yeah. Yeah. So I had no choice but to, but to step up, you know? Yeah. So
0: yeah,
1: I'm still not that comfortable though. Yeah. I think I I remember talking to you about like the public speaking aspects Mm -hmm. and how like you guys are so eloquent and like Mm -hmm. confident when you're up there and I get like. I almost got like, like a quiver in my cheek. It's mm-hmm. like nerves or anxiety. And Courtney was like, ah, oh, you'll get used to it. Don't worry. Yeah, you you yeah, do. yeah.
0: 100%. I still get super nervous about it. She does. I get really anxious. I do yeah. get through like the first like minute and then I'm like fine. Yeah. Then it's just like muscle memory. I don't know.
1: Well, I, I was watching you two at your fundraiser last year for Interact and just like how you were just up there. So like it was like seamless. Like you're just up there chatting with your friends oh. and it's like, erm, it's <laughs> 250 strangers. You know? And yeah. I just remember thinking, like, gosh, you're so good at that. Mm. That was a comfortable Thanks. space, though.
2: Like, that yeah. felt like our people.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. For sure. That, that little tent. tent. The little tent, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: yeah. The little tiny. <laughs> little tent, yeah. Little baby tent. Are yeah.
1: you doing that again this year?
0: We are, but we moved it to the fall. Gotcha. Yeah. Trying to trying to separate from, like, side note, Try to separate from Merriman Wynn's party. Like, yeah. Create more space. Yeah, yeah. weeks it. after each other. Yeah. 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 So we're doing it in the fall. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I
2: remember—I'm th- getting back to the podcast. I remember thinking during that time, like, is Donovan's Dish going to continue? Yeah. Yeah. I remember, mm-hmm. like, not that there was any indication that it wasn't, but I was just thinking, like, how? Yeah. Like, it just seemed, like, between, like, the new baby and, like, all the kids and Jill's Beach, like, it just seemed, like, so much. I was like, how is
1: she going to do it? Yeah. And that, then you did it. Yeah, and that's probably surprising, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Especially, again, I don't cook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I and I and and I know that, like, the landlord at the space that we had just— lease he would have let me out of my lease. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, so there wouldn't have been any issues as far as Mm -hmm. with those things. You know, I could have easily walked away. But that was, we had built that brand together. Like, that Mm -hmm. was my future. That's what we had planned on being Mm -hmm. the future. The venue was part of the plan. And so all of those things, um, it became, it was originally TJ's passion, but the business side of it was my passion. Mm -hmm. So that's, it just became my passion as well. I never once thought about shutting it down. Not once. Really? Yeah. Not once. Hmm. Now I went back to work. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy.
0: So like, I just, I feel like women in general are just so, I don't know, they have so much grit and tenacity Mm. in those moments. You know what I mean? And sometimes I think about it, like if roles were reversed, would a guy be able to do the same thing? Would they be able to pick themselves up, raise this family, and then constantly, you're constantly thinking about the next thing. Like, it's not like, okay, well, I have Jill's Beach and that's on lock and now I have Donovan's and that's on lock and we're doing great. It's like, no, like I, what's, what's the next thing, right? All obvious by
1: your domain buying. Yeah, oh, I can't stop myself. <laughs> yeah, There's a couple glasses of wine. You should see my domains. It's right. like, really? yeah. <laughs> what am I ever going to do with that? I don't know. It's yeah. mine. It's there. It's like two ninety nine a year.
0: Right. There you right. Go. We'll yeah.
2: <laughs> what but are you paying per year in domains? Really though, like, <laughs> a couple
1: hundred dollars <laughs> now. <laughs> Probably <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> the most random one. Yeah. So. yeah,
0: I love that. Um, But yeah, I love that, and I love that, mm-hmm. that you just stay so motivated. How? Like, what is it about? Like, what keeps you so motivated to continue to?
1: I, it brings me things. joy, yeah. I think. Like, I love love business. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Like, that's what makes me feel, like, satisfied. Mm-hmm. That's really what I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. I like to build a brand, and mm-hmm. then I, um, I don't know, like, I, I like to build brands. so I like to open up so many Tannin salons, or that's why I have the two markets, and I'm mm-hmm. hopefully going to have a third market soon. No, why, why not? Mm-hmm. I'm doing a venue. Why not do a market also? <laughs> why not? Why well, See, those are already in place, though. The whole business model's there, so it's just right. mimicking it, mm-hmm. you know, and getting like, people to run it, yeah. you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, it's really mm. what inspires me. It makes, makes me feel good. Like that's that's what I like. That's mm-hmm. that's Jill Fiore, not mm-hmm. Jill Donovan. That's mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's me. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that.
2: Mm-hmm. So, like, getting kind of back to that around that time, how did you keep a professional as a boss? Oh, yeah. Like during that time, like how did you like get into boss mode and like keep it together?
1: Yeah, you know what's funny is I had a um, I had an, a, an employee, and it's not not a positive thing that she uh she sends me like hate messages every now and then. What? okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like psycho. That is psycho. Yeah, and I was like, um, I uh, I, I couldn't I'm I'm sorry that you didn't like the way that I mm-hmm. was a manager or a boss after my husband passed away and I was right. in postpartum, but yeah. I uh I know that I liked you and yeah. I was sorry to see you leave. Yeah. Like, I don't remember <laughs> we did not have the same exact uh experience at all. Right. Um Which then, you know, I get a comment back, like, that scares her even more. That means I'm still the Mm -hmm. same horrible boss. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, clearly I'm not a horrible boss. I've worked with me for over 20 years. Right, Mm -hmm. right. I'm I'm a good boss. Um, So I think I just, I had, again, I had a good team. I just tried to go on with, like, business as usual. Mm -hmm. I didn't hide from grief. Like, I was, you know, some days I didn't want to go into work and I didn't get out of bed. Um, But I do think the business, I mean, it did suffer after Mm -hmm. TJ passed, like, the quality of food, you know, the innovation, mm-hmm. all of that really fell off. Luckily, I have peers like you guys mm-hmm. who still supported me mm-hmm. and um, didn't, you know, not invite us back to their venues yeah. and things like that. Uh, so it, I think it took some time for me to, to grab the reins of the back of the house, mm-hmm. uh, which I was very unfamiliar with. Mm-hmm. And so for me to grab those reins and kind of reestablish and set like a standard that that TJ had set mm-hmm. uh, that that took some time. That wasn't a very smooth process. It mm-hmm. just took me finding like confidence as a leader mm-hmm. for something that I knew nothing about, mm-hmm. and having to having to learn it. Um, I still don't know a lot about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know I know what it's supposed to look like. I know what it's supposed to taste like, mm-hmm. and I know when it's not right. So yeah. that's a that's my
2: skill yep. set in the kitchen. <laughs>
1: taste bad fix yeah. it. <laughs> which is funny right I'm all day I'm critiquing chefs and I don't cook they love that yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> but I know what it's supposed to taste like I, right. I, I feel like I'm good at like what the general population likes like mm-hmm. I know yeah. what I know what's good and what's not good yeah yeah sure
2: I, I definitely agree with that it's always good food's always good yeah yeah it okay. is
1: but
0: I think but I even think that that's a talent just even though it doesn't seem like a skill like knowing like hey this isn't right like some people are just gonna be like oh it's good enough or it's okay Right. and, and I feel like that's how like a lot of people just approach, especially batch cooking, especially catering. It's like, oh, well, if this was a restaurant, it would be X, Y, Z. But since we're cooking for 200, this is the best it can be. And I appreciate people that are like, no, no, yeah, like this is the excellence and the standard. And
1: Yeah. Oh, I think uh, batch cooking is a skill for it sure. Is. It's completely different than any like chefs at restaurants. Yeah. You can be an amazing chef at a restaurant and not know how to batch cook at right. all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and vice versa, the batch cooks mm-hmm. may not be a great, you know, they don't know how to cook for two or one person. <laughs> I do think that for us, even though, like, you know, we're not always perfect, we mess up sometimes too. I think that the quality and the consistency is there, though. You know, mm-hmm. I love it. Like, most of our reviews are like, best wedding food I ever had. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wedding food doesn't have to be crappy. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have like, to suck. <laughs> <yeah. And laughs> it's not dry chicken anymore, guys. Right. Like, and eventually right. it's come a long way. It's like, true. That's so true. Yeah. Thank the Lord. I know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, <laughs> it was bad for a long time.
0: It was. Sometimes still is, like,
1: yeah.
2: other places. Yeah. yeah. So you, yeah. you said that you kind of like things fell off a little bit. Is there anything like looking back? Like, and not like on a judgment level of yourself, because I think like you obviously did an amazing job. Is there anything looking back that you regret or like, I would have changed this?
1: I think I would have probably taken reins of the kitchen sooner. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I kind of just did, I just didn't tread back there. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's probably because I felt like I I didn't, I didn't know enough. So who am I to go back there? Um, I hired a coach that I met at Engage, a Mm -hmm. leadership coach. And he was $500 an hour Mm -hmm. for a phone call once a week. But he really, really helped me. He mm-hmm. really changed like how to find my voice as a leader and my confidence and like what I wanted. So I think that was probably, that was that was a good turning point for mm-hmm. me as, as a boss. Like, no, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to do it. I put him on a couple of phone calls with like a couple of my chefs. Mm-hmm. I would have them call in with him too and just kind of talk through some issues that, that I felt like they had or they were able to talk through it as well. So I think that that probably helped me a lot that that's probably the biggest thing is that I wish I would have taken the reins back there and not been intimidated to go back there.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Probably had to have been super intimidating though. I mean, I don't know. It's like a lot to juggle all at once.
1: Yeah. And, and I also always managed women. I never managed yeah. men and it was an entire kitchen of men. Yeah. So, Which is very
0: different. Mm-hmm. Managing. Yeah. <laughs> it's very cool. different.
1: Yeah. So what would you, what would
0: be like your biggest piece of advice that you would give somebody who's like, I'm just going through something that's just is now like having to something personal in their is having to seep into their business or like what is the best piece of advice you can give someone going through that?
1: I would say that I think just show yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. I think that's the best advice I could give somebody Mm -hmm. is like focus on like your future and what you want, but give yourself some grace. Mm -hmm. Like it's not, not going to be easy, but it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to be the most difficult thing either. Just allow yourself, allow yourself some mistakes and some time to breathe Mm -hmm. and, um, but just keep going forward, keep pushing forward. Yeah, one, one foot in front of the other. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's what my mama saying to me. Yeah. yeah. My mama. Ooh, yeah. I sounded like I was from that joke. <laughs> <did>. mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's my mother's saying. That's it, what your mother's yeah. saying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not your that's Much more refined. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. One thing I always think about when I think about you is I think about your girls. Yeah. Yeah. One, they're like always floating around. Like they it's are. amazing how you integrate them so well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Into everything. Like just. And it always just feels like not a big deal, yeah. you know? And obviously it's just been you, so I guess it has to not be a big deal. But I always think about, like, what you're showing your girls. Yeah. And it always is so inspiring to me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So, like, thinking through that,
1: like, like what's your biggest reflection on that? Well, I appreciate you saying that because mm-hmm. that's, like, like, the most, like— Thing in my heart that mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not really succeeding at. Really? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, okay. I'm really tough on myself as a mom. Mm. Well, I yell. I'm a yeller. Yeah, yeah. Um, You're passionate. I'm passionate. Yeah. yeah. I um. So for for the girls though, is like everybody always says to me how they're always smiling and mm-hmm. how they're happy and like all of like their teachers are like they're the nicest kids and so I'm like, well, I am doing something right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think as as they get older, it's getting a little bit easier and. I've always managed women. Like, Mm -hmm. that's my thing. Like, Mm -hmm. at Meredith, I loved women's studies. And Mm -hmm. so I feel like me having three little girls was Mm -hmm. just, like, the way it was supposed to be. And I get to, like, manage three little humans (laughs) and and raise them. And um, But I just try to really, with them, show them life is fun Mm -hmm. and that something sad happened to us. We don't have a sad life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that you work hard and hard work pays off, but you Mm -hmm. still can have fun and enjoy life. And I mean, what a life that we have, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're surrounded by people who love them and celebrate them and celebrate their family. And mm-hmm. we throw epic parties all the time. All the time. I yeah. mean, you know, so they're uh, they're surrounded by good food and mm-hmm. hospitality and, and really good energy. Yeah.
0: I love that. And I, I think we've mentioned this before that sometimes in our industry, we have this kind of martyr attitude. Like, and it, and it is hard. The events industry is super hard. It but is. You run into so many... Um, owners and entrepreneurs in this industry. And they're just like downtrodden. They're like, oh my gosh, it's so hard. October was awful, blah, blah. And like, and it's like, you want to, it's like those one upper conversations. Like, well, let me tell you how terrible my month was. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you how terrible this event was. Right. And there is something so refreshing that, I mean, in any time, like we have, like we see you or interact or or whatnot, it's always like, life is great. Yeah. Like everything's great. And yeah, it's hard. Sure. Like not to downplay that this industry is hard, but it's, I love your positive outlook on yes, but because of it, we have this amazing life. Mm -hmm. Like look at how much that we have and we can go on vacations and we can celebrate and we can do all this stuff. And I I feel like there just needs to be more of that in in the world. And when I think about your girls, I think about how they're going to encounter hard things. And I know they're going to look at this and say, we, we did hard things. Yeah and we did hard things with joy with love and gratitude and you know had a beautiful life because of it
1: you know yeah yeah i think yeah. that's so important yeah mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just not a negative person at yeah. all so i like i yeah. try to focus on the positive mm-hmm. i don't even try it's just who i am yeah so even if something crappy has happened or an event doesn't go well like i just take accountability for it right. ownership of it i try right. to do whatever i can to go over the top to make it right mm-hmm. for the person and then i feel good right. i don't i don't ever want to be a person that held back on something, you know, I go over and above to, to right. fix it and try to make it right and take accountability. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's part of like the positive attitude. That's part mm-hmm. of like moving forward is like, you have to, that's how you learn from it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to bitch about stuff. I want right. to, I want to smile about yeah. stuff. I want to have fun. I yeah. want to work hard and I want to be serious, but mm-hmm. I want to enjoy it too. Yeah, I yeah. love hospitality. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I do. And yeah. I never would have chosen it as, yeah. you know, it got handed to me. Yeah. Uh, so apparently my universe had a plan as well. Yeah. Um, but I love it. I think it, mm-hmm. it is It is a beast of a business. There mm-hmm. is no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. And um, as a caterer, we're not often treated the best. You know, we're treated like the help. Mm-hmm. I always say, yeah. like, if I put my hair up in a, a sock bun and put on a black apron, people mm-hmm. don't know I'm the owner. And the way they treat mm-hmm. me is unbelievable, right. you know. Yeah. So, but luckily… Uh, the team, they love, you know, at the end of the day, we made somebody's dreams come true, mm-hmm. and so they love that too. We all focus on the positive and the teamwork of it, even yeah. if it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you just focus on the positive of it. Yeah. I think
2: it has to be, like, you got to see the positive of it. It's mm-hmm. got to be somewhat fun. You throw parties for a living, basically. I know. So, like, if you're not having fun on some level, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. And I think that that translates to your clients, too. Mm-hmm. Like, they feel when, like, some member of their event team, whatever it is, whether you're the planner, the mm-hmm. photographer, the the caterer, et cetera. Like they feel that energy from you. Like if you're loving what you're doing or if you're just there, like getting a paycheck, you know what I mean? You have to be on and you have to love it. Like intrinsically to be able to be the best version Mm -hmm. of whatever it is you're doing, you know? I -hmm. think,
1: think about like your kids too. Like how Mm -hmm. lucky they have this chateau (laughs) that they get to go (laughs) hang out at and have parties at and like be a part of these celebrations. Mm -hmm. Like it's really a very special life. I really believe that. And to be able to, like to be surrounded by celebrations constantly. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that there's not hard times, but it's just a different... I really do. Mm-hmm. I think it forms just a different outlook on life. Like mm-hmm. you see the good, you see the happy, mm-hmm. you see dancing and music and mm-hmm. flowers and all the pretty. Yeah. It's really a, a amazing thing to be exposed to, I feel like for all of our children. Mm-hmm.
0: And it just reminds them that everything's worth celebrating. It's not just weddings, but everything's worth celebrating. Yeah. Like every major thing you do, even minor things that you do, like, you know, even at our house... Henry's having a hard time in sixth grade, and so any anything that he does that is like B or above, it is like a huge celebration yeah. in our house. Like we're getting, we're breaking out the ice cream, we're making a cake. Good like, for you, I love mm-hmm. that because it's so it was because it's hard. Yeah, you know, for him, it's hard, and so like celebrating everything that you have accomplished and that you've worked hard to to do, I think, is a great way to, I don't know, approach life. Yeah, you know, because it's just life is sucky sometimes. Like. <laughs> It's sometimes like times it is. You know what I mean? Like the world out there sometimes just feels so like, oh yeah, you know. And if you can just, I don't know, capture that happiness and celebration at home, like why not? Absolutely,
1: yeah. 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 And you guys know how to throw really good parties. So. Yeah, we try. <laughs> we yeah, try. so do you. <laughs>
2: the other thing too, like just kind of getting back to what you said, is that you felt like the thing you're struggling with the most is parenting, yeah, like, which I think all of us have our fair share of like, you know, parenting guilt or like, Mm -hmm. I'm not doing good enough. Or I mean, like, for example, the vice principal at my son's elementary school is like on my Christmas list now because we talk so much. I have to invite her to my parties. (laughs) like we were like best friends and she'll call and be like, I haven't heard from you in like four weeks, but great. (laughs) Yes. So, you know, like we all have our thing, right. And, you know, trying our best, but I think too, and I especially feel this way about women entrepreneurs who are raising future women, you're like future girls. Like I love that your daughters get to see you mm-hmm. pursue what you're passionate about so passionately. Mm-hmm. Sometimes at the expense of time with them right. are things that they need because I don't want my child to grow up and think that their life is in service to somebody else or to their kids or to whatever. Like you're pursuing you and they're watching you this yeah. whole time. And it gives them the freedom to pursue them when they become moms and business owners or whatever it is that they're going to do. And I think, there's not a better gift that you mm-hmm. can give your kids. Mm-hmm. So yeah. even when you're spiraling and it's Thank going <laughs> crazy, like literally you are showing them like how to be a badass woman yeah. when they it's their turn to be that.
1: Yeah. I like it when they get excited, like yesterday mm-hmm. at the groundbreaking mm-hmm. Jillian's like, this is so cool. You know, she yeah. was so excited about mm-hmm. it and the littles were having so much fun and, mm-hmm. and you could tell like they were feeling it. They were excited mm-hmm. about it because you know, you never know if it's going to go to like a complete shit show and somebody's right. going to have a meltdown and <laughs> refuses to wear the tights right. and it's 30 degrees outside, you know, and, <laughs> And that's the stuff that like will put me in a spiral. Like, just put on your <laughs> damn tights. You know, like I can't take that. I that that to me is like, no, that's mm-hmm. where I, That's where I start yelling. Yeah. Like, like it's basic. It's freezing. Put on your tights, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I love uh I, I love that. I love that we all get to be a part of all the all the good and, and then also represent for the children. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, I um my mom, my dad was the the boss of the business, but my mom always ran the offices too. Mm-hmm. But she was that's probably where I um Like originally kind of mimicked, you know, Mm -hmm. I was behind the scenes, you know, and and my dad was like the, you know, the big guy at the Mm -hmm. front, you know, Mm -hmm. but she always, she, she was, I actually didn't know this about her. She told me this not too long ago that she won a a station wagon from Tupperware. She sold the most station, (laughs) most Tupperware. (laughs) And she got a station wagon Wow! Okay. in like the 70s. And I was like, how do I not know this about you, mom? Like you, you you, got a station wagon in the 70s for selling Tupperware. She's like, oh, yeah, I was the best on Long Island. Yeah. I'm like, okay, Joanne. I didn't know. Yeah, so. So she taught me. She also mm-hmm. always taught me, which I think is imperative, mm-hmm. to always have a plan B, to never mm-hmm. depend on a man for money, which is hysterical. Because I think mm-hmm. women raise their daughters to be badasses and mm-hmm. raise their and not need a man and they raise their sons to like always need a woman like yes, that's true I it see so how true. like my friends are with their little boys mm-hmm. and they're like putting their shirts on for them in kindergarten and and then I see like with my daughters the girls are like through and they're like put your shirt on you yeah. know mm-hmm. like it's so different but um it's so true <laughs> yeah
2: it is it is so true they're so needy like you don't have a little boy I mean literally they are so needy they are. <laughs> it's
1: crazy <laughs> So I think that the girls, like my mom obviously like raised me like to always be independent mm-hmm. and to never not not need a man because mm-hmm. it was very traditional roles at my house mm-hmm. and, and still is. You know, my mom always cooked, you know, did the laundry, those things. But she always raised me to like still do those things, mm-hmm. but to always like be responsible for myself to always make sure that I was never trapped, mm-hmm. that I was never like stuck with a man mm-hmm. or that I could always support myself and my family on my own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Those are great tools. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you're right? passing on to your girls. Yeah. Yeah. I had um had a a neighbor the other day come over and she told me she said now that you're, you know, expanding these businesses and doing so much, she's like I really think you should like ask your girls to start thinking about like what part of the business do they like the most? Like mm-hmm. which one would like marketing, which one mm-hmm. would like to be like a manager, which mm-hmm. one would like to do like events? Like start like asking them to like start thinking about like what roles they want in the business. And I hadn't thought of that. I mean, I'm building these businesses ideally for like a legacy and then mm-hmm. they would all come work at it. But if she wants Cameron wants to go be a teacher, she's she can sure. go be a teacher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like she's just you'll she's be able, able to start the, su- the business. You'll
2: be able to support her the whole
1: time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she'll need it. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's yeah. a shame, isn't it? <laughs> it? It is a shame. shame. Yeah. Um, so I, I love that. And so I started I did. I immediately talked to the girls. Mm-hmm. And so Presley says that she wants to, she wants to run the markets and mm-hmm. Jillian wants to do events. And Cameron, she just wants to do everything. So, you know, <laughs> but I, I love that little piece of advice. I was like, because I don't, I don't try to like pigeonhole them. Like, this is your future, right? You can right. be whatever you want to be.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, and I, th- but I think that they know they can be whatever they want to be because they see, you know, something that you created from nothing, like literally yeah. created from nothing. And like, what's a better way to say you can do it. You can do anything. You can be anything than, than that. And I, and that's it's, to me for Ada, she's always, always said, she never wanted to be in the industry because she said, I just look too stressed. Like, <laughs> like this is her and she was three and four. She's like, you're too stressed. Like that's, that's too stressed. And I was like, yeah, that's valid and fair point. But now like, I feel like we've really changed the way that we approach business. Like it's not, I had a hard time in the beginning balancing business and life. And so I always felt like I had to give a hundred percent everywhere. And then obviously you can't, right. and whatever. And so now that I'm like, I'm just like so much happier, I feel like there is a great balance for it. Like we celebrate all the time. We travel all the time. We do all these things. And she's like, wait a minute. I think I want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a good life. This and is like, fun. This is, this is, this is, this sounds really cool. So tell me a little bit more, tell me a little more about this. Yeah. I, was like, I yeah, love that. I know. I love that too. No, I think Nora's totally banking on it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's her plan. Oh, Which I love that. Totally yeah.
0: fine. Like I would love, I mean, again, like it is like that kind of building that legacy and creating you know, that future for them. And like, we didn't have generational wealth and I would love for our kids to have generational wealth. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree. Yeah. That's the goal. Not getting any easier out there. No, it's not getting any (laughs) easier out there. (laughs) No. No, no, like, Should is, I buy land right now to, for you to have a house because that's the only way you're gonna ever afford a house. Like
1: yeah, yeah. That's literally, it's true. What I'm in this area, it's true. I know. That's why we moved down from Long Island. My parents had bought land out in the Hamptons and mm-hmm. they could afford to live out there, but they were like our children will never be able to live near mm-hmm. us. They can yeah. never afford to live out here. So yeah. that's why we moved down to North Carolina. Oh, Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So that's cool. you're on the right track. You're thinking yeah. properly, Mom. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, what are you looking forward to most, like in this season of your life? Like you have so many things, so many good things, yeah. so many things going on. What are you looking forward to the most?
1: Um, I well, I, have, I do have a lot of really good things going okay. on. We know that, mm-hmm. um, but I, uh, I, I think building building the manor, Donovan mm-hmm. Manor. That's that's really really exciting to me and, and daunting, mm-hmm. um, but really exciting to see such a big project and such a big dream come to life. Yeah, um, is really exciting. Yeah. I'm really excited about it. It's like it. your original dream. Yeah. Like, it's like what you wanted yeah. to do like 20 years ago. That's what ago. I wanted to do in my 40s. And mm-hmm. here I am. Yeah, here I'm 47, you 47, and I'm doing it. it. Yeah. So, yeah. That's good. Um, and I never thought I was a goal setter. That's funny. Mm-hmm. I just, so, like, I don't have any business plans. I just, mm-hmm. like, well, I had to write one for this one. But, mm-hmm. and I was like, what fluff this is. It's like being in college where you have to, like, write an <laughs> essay. It's all fluff, <laughs> yeah. you know. Um, so at Donovan Manor, is very exciting to me. And. I have a new relationship that's mm-hmm. very exciting mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. too. So hopefully that'll continue to be as positive as it's been. And mm-hmm. that makes me really happy. Yeah. Yeah. So um, love and life. Love, love and life. life. And business. <laughs> Love, life, and business. How's that? Your memoir. (laughs) I know. You probably could write an amazing memoir. I should get that domain immediately. You should. should. I will as soon as you leave, I promise. (laughs) Love, life, and business.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay. Oh, well, thanks so much for chatting with us today.
1: thank you. you Taking some time out of your, like, busy schedule to come chat with us. I adore y'all. Thank (laughs) you. Mm -hmm. We adore you. You guys are amazing. Yeah, we're excited about Portugal. Yes, (laughs) yes. Yes. We just got to get on the calendar. You're busy, Dana. I know. Dana's so busy. Yeah. Dana's like, well, I have this this month and this this month and this. That. I'm know, like, dang,
2: know, it's true. So,
1: Courtney and I are going to Myrtle Beach, like we talked about that's last right. night. <laughs> <laughs> Dana'll be in Ireland. <laughs> yeah. We'll be at Myrtle Beach. Yeah, that's it's the right. same,
2: same same. That's all right.
1: Yeah, all I got. Good. I have a. I have a, a small boat now, so we can take the boat. Okay, out. there you go. Yeah. It's called social distancing. Is, what is it's it? Called. Okay, oh, I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got it during the pandemic. Yeah, now.
2: yeah, it's not called shrimp and grit. No, yeah, grits. It's just the grit. One grit. Yeah, yeah, not quite yet.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It no, will happen. The next one, yeah. yeah. That's, that's a goal for sure. Yeah, love it.
2: All right. Well, thanks yeah. so much for being with us. Yeah. Thanks, yeah. ladies. To learn more about our hustles, visit us on the gram at c Events, at the Bradford NC, at anthem.house, and at Hustle & Gather. And if you're interested in learning more about our speaking, training, or venue consulting, head to our website at hustleandgather.com.
0: And if you love us and you love this show, we'd be more than honored if you left a rating and a review. This podcast is a production of Your Fluence. I'm Courtney. And I'm Dana. And we'll talk with you next time on Hustle & Gather.